So continuing on with the voice dialogue and psychology of selves whole thing I've got going on right now, uh, today I want to dive into, but before I dive into the perfectionist that we're going to talk about today, I want to also explain to you that sometimes we don't resonate with these terms, right? Like sometimes the perfectionist doesn't feel like it's up front and center with you. And that's cool. It may be that you have it in check and you've, you've got it working in an integrated, positive way that's moving you forward. Or it could be that it's a shadow aspect of yourself that you are, it could be a disowned part of you. Disowned parts of us, uh, can be more dangerous than the ones that we can see because the ones that we, we can see, we can easily converse with, we can easily create a better relationship with, but those disowned parts of ourselves, they're the ones that can run the show really, really unconsciously. And that's what we don't want. So when I speak about the perfectionist or the inner critic or the pusher or any of these aspects of ourselves, if you don't feel them present, then maybe explore if they're hidden away. I know for me, I, my perfectionist really used to run the show. And then for quite a while there, I completely disowned her. She was not a part of my life. Perfection. No, I'm all about raw and real and unscripted, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera, which can be good for sure, but it can also start sabotaging me from, from doing things that I want to do. So whether they're in balance or out of balance, well, they, they can hinder us at, at either extreme. We probably all have an understanding of what the perfectionist is, right? It's that part of you that wants to get things right. It's that part of you. And actually, now that I say that, she can be quite strong in me still wanting to get things right. I'm not a perfectionist in a make sure all the T's are crossed and the I's are dotted before releasing something into the world, but I am a perfectionist in the sense of not wanting to be wrong, wanting to make sure that I have the answers. So my perfectionist shows up in that kind of way these days. So the perfectionist can be that part of us that has certain expectations of people and of things and has a high level of attachment to those outcomes, right? Or a high level of attachment to things meeting their expectations. So your perfectionist can really take control, I guess, or get more airtime when you've had parents who are hypercritical of the work that you do. You know, people, you've, if you've had people around you who have pointed out your faults, if you had really super strict parents and there were a lot of rules around the way that you show up in the world. Or on the other flip side of that, it can come about when you're, when you're growing up in chaos and you need to make sense and have some kind of sense of order to things. So perfectionism becomes a way to, yeah, create that order, create that safety, create that um, predictability that, that you needed at that point in time. The perfectionist is really the control freak within us. 
it's the part of us that was born when we were over-controlled or we felt out of control and we needed to regain control. So we became a control freak. We became a perfectionist. So I just want you to look for those aspects within yourself, inquire as to whether the perfectionist is front and center for you, what what purpose she serves, is there a way that you could integrate her so that she is working for your highest good and, you know, explore how she came to be. And I think it's really important for us to have compassion for those parts of us. You know, it's like the perfectionist, oh my goodness, if you have been in a situation growing up where you felt completely out of control and that you needed that predictability in order to give you enough stability to function in a chaotic world, then your perfectionist has done such an incredible, you know, it's offered you such an incredible gift to be able to find control, find stability. So we don't want to be judging that part of ourselves for being shit It can absolutely serve us. We just need to find ways in order for it to work better for us. And the same goes if you were, if you grew up with like super strict parents who were really hypercritical of you and your perfectionist was born because you, you know, wanted to avoid heavy discipline or you wanted to avoid criticism, constant criticism, it's born from a purpose to get things right so that you aren't ridiculed. So thank it for the work it's done for you to this point and find some ways to have it free you up so that you you know that you don't have to get things perfect now. Perhaps you strike up a deal with the perfectionist that it can step up and take the lead again if and when someone is being hypercritical. Or if and when you feel completely chaotic and out of control and you need to regain some composure, thank it for the work that it's done to this date and invite it into the car, maybe in the back seat. (laughs) You know, it could control the music for you. (laughs) Maybe some classical. Anyway, until tomorrow, peace out.